Hey everyone, it's Marielle. And before we get to the show, I want to warn you. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and may not be suitable for all listeners. Discretion is strongly advised. Enjoy the show. Wow. We just troubleshooted the shit out of out of technology. Dude, we finally Oh my god, that's beautiful. After how long? It's been a good solid like two or three months almost of like having technology fuck us. Oh my god. Really we've, hard too. We've conquered the technology. Yeah. And we're here with a new episode. So welcome to the Women of Death Row. This is Marielle. And this is Amanda. Amanda's telling our story today. Yep. So let's hear it. Get comfy. Open your ears. We're going to talk about Lisa Graham. Lisa Graham. Her name sounds familiar. There's a lot of Lisas on Death Row. So (laughs) I have a problem with several Lisa. One Lisa. Not really, but it's just, but I have a negative association with that name. It's Lisa's and Jennifer's for me. Yeah, exactly. But if that's you, we're probably cool. Yeah. Just. Actually, I've had a, um, uh, what's the word? I'm so bad at words. Um, I've got a positive Lisa in my life, as in the Lisa who I got Angel from. My, oh, yeah. My pretty... New paint new baby quarter horse. horse. Oh, so we'll talk about her at the cute. end. Yeah. All right. All right. Tell us Lisa about Graham. Lisa fucking Graham. Sources, monstersandcritics.com, which is like a bloggy article type thing. Um, Alabama.com, the news. Um, Alabama news. The news. The news. Just the news. Mycrimelibrary.com and Ledger Inquirer. So... In May 2015, Lisa Graham was sentenced to death in Alabama for hiring Kenneth Walton to kill her 21-year-old daughter, Shay Graham. Wow. The suspected motive for the murder for hire of Shay Graham was money. Lisa Graham suspected that her daughter was going to leave town after her parents paid a $100,000 bond from an aggravated assault charge related to a drive-by shooting Shay was allegedly involved in um, in Columbus, Georgia. So Shay Graham's body was discovered on the evening of July 5th, 2007, by a passerby in rural Cottonwood, Alabama, which is about 30 miles south of Columbus, Georgia. Uh-huh. Shay's body was discovered half nude, lying on the dirt side of the road, um, side of a dirt road. Ugh. So this awful. is graphic um, warning. She had been shot twice in the head and four times in the chest before being run over and left. Jesus. Dead. Yeah. So this is a direct quote from monstersandcritics.com. The detectives got an early break in the case, as Shay Graham's friend said, they last saw her being picked up by family friend Kenneth Walton from a gas station in Columbus, Georgia. Kenneth was an employee of the family's construction business, and when the cops questioned him, he admitted to being the killer. Damn. He also shared about Lisa's involvement, particularly Lisa providing Kenneth with a gun. A nine millimeter. Kenneth explained to detectives that Shay's mother, Lisa Graham, had hired him to kill her daughter. On the day of the murder, he had met Lisa in a Columbus library where she supplied him with a nine millimeter pistol. 
Damn, going down in the library? I mean, we went to the library a lot as kids, and people are kind of in their own little world there. Oh, so. yeah, totally. Like, we were on those computers on eBay for hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and Zanga. Zanga. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a traumatizing story about the library and Loan Jack, but maybe that should be later. Oh. And I peed myself. I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Wait, yes, I do. I... Mom stopped at the library so I could emergency pee, and I pissed myself on the way in. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> anyway. It's fine. I've peed my pants more than you, so I win. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kenneth picked up Shay from the gas station under the pretense of finding Shay a vehicle so she could leave town. He then drove them south into Alabama... Until he arrived at um, Bowdoin Road of Alabama Highway 165, where he stopped the car so they can both go pee. Mm. So Kenneth shot Shay in the head from the driver's seat as she was squatting by the open passenger side door. Oh, fuck. Like the most vulnerable oh, position. Oh, my God. Seriously. You know, that's why dogs go to the bathroom with you. Yeah. Because they're so vulnerable. It's protection, yeah. Yep. Love it. God damn. He then got out of the truck and shot her four times in the chest. Fucking. He pled guilty and was sentenced to life in prison without possibility of parole. So, quote from one of these sources, Lisa further incriminated herself when authorities came looking for the gun. Mm. She had given the gun to an elderly neighbor she knew as Papa to clean. (laughs) Yeah. So Papa was going to clean. Big Papa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that's so right. But she told the sheriff's investigators that she didn't know where the gun was and allowed them to search her house before her husband told them Papa might have it. So, finding ample evidence of her involvement in the murder, Lisa was charged with murder. Russell County District Attorney Ken Davis said the circumstances warranted the death penalty. But five years passed before it would go to trial for the first time. Walton pled guilty in 2012, sentenced to life in prison. Lisa's trial was set for the following fall, but after jury selection and some initial testimony, Circuit Judge George Green abruptly declared a mistrial on September 25, 2012, saying he could no longer preside because of his failing health. So when prosecutors pursued a second trial, Lisa Graham's defense team appealed, claiming Green, Judge Green could have continued the trial and to try... Lisa, again, would um, constitute double jeopardy. Hmm. So during testimony in that appeal, witnesses said um, Judge Green had multiple health issues, and he was even falling asleep in court, like snoring in court. So the judge retired December 2013, and he died January 1st, 2014. Whoa. So after the Alabama Court of Appeals rejected the defense's double jeopardy arguments, on October 17th, 2013, Lisa's attorneys appealed to the Alabama Supreme Court. It turned them down on August 8th, 2014. Meanwhile, other Russell County Georges recused themselves from presiding at Lisa's next trial. Judge Walker, a Lee County Circuit Court judge, was appointed to fill in. So it went through a lot of people. Damn. Jury selection in the second trial began February 17th with witness testimony starting the following week. The testimony showed Lisa repeatedly had remarked to witnesses that Shay was ruining her life and she would kill her daughter if she could. Jesus fucking monster. Mm -hmm. 
Lisa Leanne Carpenter-Graham remains on Alabama death row to this day. She attempted to appeal her conviction in 2019. However, in July 2019, her conviction was upheld. That is the story of the tragic death of Shay Graham and her mother, Lisa Graham. Wow. I know. Not wild. I can't believe she got the death penalty, though. And the guy who actually shot the fucking gun got life in prison and no parole. That's so true. But it's, it's like, it goes back to, like, who conjured the thought of it, you know? Yeah. Like, she orchestrated this whole plan. Yeah. But it also goes back to the bias, gender bias we've talked about multiple times. Of, like, how dare this woman kill yeah. her own child that's, like, like the mm-hmm. opposite of what a female is yeah. supposed to do. Like, demonizing women who go off the baseline of what a woman is supposed to be. Right. That she's a fucking monster. Fuck her. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. You know, in all these recordings that we've done and failed, we there's so much we've talked about that like we haven't been able to actually like get out I know. on the, our fucking show. Like Lisa Montgomery. For oh instance. yeah, yeah. So I actually have a note about that. Oh cool. Thank God. So her execution was delayed again because it's expected that the Biden administration's gonna completely abolish the death penalty. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Right, because that's something we talked about is how it was a lot of buzz whenever they did give her an execution day because Trump is like so gung ho on like mm-hmm. killing people. Yeah, and getting he's getting that done while he's still in office. I thought I had a note about that too, that he's had something like I wanna get this right. Let me get my computer. I have the link. Okay. Something like ten already. Yeah, I know it's a lot, and it's at least in the double digits how many people he's signed the death warrant to. He's on a rampage. He's fucking psychotic. He is a very, very sick man. Totally could pathologize many things about him. Mm-hmm. Just read Mary Trump's book. So good. It's called Too Much and Never Enough. Oh my gosh, that book. How My Family Created, what is it? The World's Most Dangerous Man. Boom. Or The Country's Most Dangerous Man. Um, okay. Either correct. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked up the world. Okay, so according to CNN, the Trump administration has overseen 10 federal execution in the final months of his presidency, the most in a single year in the United States in decades, and after a revival, after years of having none. God damn. And I know that one of the men who was put to death was fucking innocent. He was... Yes, Brandon... Uh, was just put innocent. Well, there's a picture of him execution. right here. Brandon Bernard. Brandon Bernard. Yep. Um, he was 18 at the time of alleged this alleged crime. But it was something like the the cops busted in a house. And I don't remember if it was a legitimate raid or if it was one of those fuck-ups that they do all the time of getting the wrong place. But it was he. they had pot in the house, big fucking whoop, and the cops busted in. And his friend who or whoever's house he was at pulled a gun from under the couch or something and shot the police Mm -hmm. and he was charged as an accomplice and Mm -hmm. fucking executed yeah this says brandon made one terrible mistake at age 18 this is according to nbc said his lawyer robert c owen but he did not kill anyone and he never stopped feeling shame and profound remorse for his actions in the crime that took the lives of todd and stacy bagley it doesn't exactly say what else but he didn't, he wasn't violent. No, exactly. 
He just was wrong place, wrong time. Mm-hmm. Which that is a violation of what is it, the Eighth Amendment, cruel and unusual punishment? Yeah. Or is that the Fourteenth? Thirteenth. Thirteenth. Thirteenth is the abolition of. Yeah, it's the eighth. We know more about the Constitution than um, the new fucking Supreme Court, who no couldn't shit. name the five first freedoms. Five freedoms in the, in the uh, First Amendment. Yeah, which is speech, religion, petition, uh, gathering. Gathering. What's that word called though? Press Pro- and um, like protest, gathering. That one. Freedom to. Uh, What's that word called? Google first freedoms. <laughs> we know more. We just said them. <laughs> we did. We did get that on record. Assembly. Assembly. Uh, gather. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. It's a gathering. It's a symbol of people. <laughs> um, I also want to talk a rabbit hole that I went down the other night. Oh, yeah. Please tell me about this because I have no idea how or what the fuck. Oh, but I do remember Stump City. Snub City. You called oh, it Nub City. Stump Town. Stump Town. I called it Stump Town. Stump Town. So I was Googling strange diseases and disorders. This is something I do. It's something I like to do because it's so interesting. Uh, but there's this disorder. I'm not going to try and pronounce the name. It is not very much studied, but it's when you deny a body part in your body. It's like you deny your exist that your left arm is yours. Oh my god, that's so weird. How the fuck? And a lot of it has to do with paralysis, but not always. Like, can you control the extremity that you? Sometimes, if it's not paralyzed. Whoa. But if, but like doctors often like use mirrors and like therapeutically and CBT, but they don't know like there's no diagnostic criteria. There's no evidence based research on it. And in addition to that. There's a disorder where people want to voluntarily amputate an appendage, an arm, a leg, whatever. Is that a disorder or is that just like a really bad decision that people are making? Um, Because, you know, there's that extreme body modification. This is called... That's like edgy, um, but is there actually one that's like, oh, I got to get rid of this limb? This is a part of body dysmorphia. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So, voluntary amputation, um, name. I'm naming this episode Stump Town. (laughs) It's called body integrity dysmorphia, dysphoria, um, and it's, uh, a disorder characterized by a desire to be disabled or just, uh, having discomfort with being able-bodied, beginning, like, early adolescence and resulting in harmful consequences such as um wanting to amputate whoa you know, people with this condition may refer themselves as transabled what the hell it's like where people want to be in a wheelchair or um and it, a lot of it talks about something with the um it's gray like matter some sort of munchausen thing yeah but they're they're pathologizing this like physically in terms of showing like mri scan showed less gray matter in the right side of the um mm-hmm. brain and um the this says the amount of gray matter missing was correlated to the strength of the patient's desire to remove their leg or an Whoa. appendage so and some people go through with it However, 
We have an outlier here called Nub City that Marielle <laughs> informed me about. And it's this town in, um, I don't know where. Mich- no, it's somewhere in the south. Is it the Florida? South? I thought it, uh, Bur- it's Florida. Florida. It's fucking Florida. Vernon, Florida. Yep. Um, where these townspeople, they were suffering economically. So much so that people were mutilating themselves for insurance payouts. But, and they were succeeding because pe- the doctors and insurance couldn't argue why would people want to do this. Yep. And people were given hundreds of thousands of dollars, like sawing off their legs, crushing their bodies. Yep. And this guy um, tried to do a documentary and his ass was beat out of that town. Oh, shit. Yeah. He was like, okay, I'm not going to approach this like a documentary then, just like more curiosity. Yeah. And he, he goes, you go to that town, you see people like, it's uncommon to see a full body, like a person with all of their Whoa. arms, legs, eyes, everything. Jesus. So he was not able to do the documentary because yeah, this town. Like, Fuck you. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of like insurance fraud, but like really extreme. Yeah. So that's probably why they're like, we don't talk about this to outsiders. We don't talk to you for. Well, least. shit. They would all get fucking sued for the money back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like what's the difference of this than like robbing a store to feed your family? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? When there's, like, a need for resources, you cannot discriminate the lengths people will go to. Especially if you haven't been there. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Whoa. We just went down a rabbit hole, too. So, yeah, those are all the notes I had. Also, the holidays were weird, but. Uh, Yeah. At least we got to see cute children open gifts after we had our COVID test done Mm -hmm. within 24 hours. Which is nice. Yeah. But, anyway. I had some stuff. Now I don't remember. I had a thought earlier and I was like, save it for the mic. Save it for the mic. And then I don't remember what it was. Uh, I always type those in my phone. I've, okay. I've watched so many shows lately. Let's see. Let's go through them. I watched all of The Crown. Oh, me too. I watched all of. There's another Netflix show that I watched all of. Then I watched all of. Uh, Westworld. Oh, I need to get on that. It's very interesting. I and then after that, I watched. Did I watch The Wilds after Westworld? Yeah, you were telling me Which about The was, Wilds. I'm not sure how I felt about it. Well, Wilds Two is coming out. I think next year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You were telling what? me about what was it? Um, it was on Netflix. I'm mad at Netflix today. I know. They're taking The Office. I've been watching The Office, like, every single night. Yeah. Uh, My continue watching pattern will never be the same. What am I going to... What's my mental health going to be like if I cannot watch the booze cruise? Oh, my God. Or the dinner party episode? Holy shit, the dinner party episode. My favorite is the fire drill. Yeah. That's the best cold open scene. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I've I'm just gonna like buy them all. I want all the with the deleted scenes. I want yeah. the commentary. I'm gonna get us the deluxe whatever package. Ooh. Do you have a DVD player? I feel like you could get that digitally now, or oh. digitize it somehow. There's a way. Um, currently I'm watching I May Destroy You. 
And dude, what's that on? So fucking good. Netflix. Okay. It was written and directed by Michaela Cole, who I love, and she's yes. the main character. It's so fucking I made good, dude. You. I love Michaela Cole. What was that show she was on where she was kind of like this quirky teenager that lived with her mom? Called, but that was such a funny. I want to say it was like bubblegum something or something. Something. I don't remember. So good. I May Destroy You or Black Earth Rising? Oh, Black Earth Rising was really good, too. That's a different one. Okay, I'm adding that to my list. I can't find I May Destroy You. Um, I also heard um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is good, too. And if you want um, to watch a movie that centers, like, black people. Oh, yeah. Like, in a, like that's amazing. It's with um, Viola Davis. Oh, yeah. Okay, and I just remembered what fucking show I just finished. Um, The Hunters. The Hunters. Which is based off of actual historical events. Like, have you ever heard of Operation Paperclip? No. Operation Paperclip is when the fucking U.S. government smuggled Nazi scientists and doctors out and gave them new identities and all... Uh, legitimate new um, immigration forms and the reason it's called the paperclip Operation Paperclip is because the imprint of the paperclip that had their Nazi documents saying like they're a fucking war criminal is all the evidence that remained of who they once were and so um, like top scientists at NASA that worked on getting us to the moon were Nazi, had included Nazi scientists, um, different chemical experiments, and all kinds of just really, really integral science and inventions oh my God. in the United States were done by Nazis. And the, they, fa- they just got to live normal lives. They just turned into... I don't know if I'm Regular more just... Regular Americans had families and faced no... I don't know if I'm more disgusted about the events or that I'm not surprised. I know. Yeah. I, when I'm, I'm going to read some books on that because I just... Holy fuck. Like in the Nuremberg trials, the, the U.S. only convicted 16 Nazis out of thousands so it's like where did they all go there were some who fled there's a whole thing with argentina um that actually there was a nazi in the carter administration who was like pushing for that uh uh lifting the sanctions of argentina yeah and it has something to do with like smuggling nazis or something to do with yeah jesus fucking crazy but this show is Fuck about that. a group of people who are mostly Jewish folks. There's a black woman. There's an Asian man who was in Vietnam. And they hunt down these fucking Nazis and kill them. But, like, there's obviously, like, a much deeper story to that. And there's twists. And yeah. it's so fucking good. Like, it was made for TV, but it leads you down to, like, do your own research exactly. and, like, figure out what the fuck. Where was this base from? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yep. Fuck. Um, speaking of Argentina, they just legalized abortion. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's 
that's fucking wow. That's good um, for them. Yeah. God damn it, we suck. I know. I mean, what you just told us says a lot about. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I've just been thinking. I'm like, God, how deep that goes. How many of these blonde, blue-eyed folks? Who live mm-hmm. out in the South, because a lot of them were in the South, Alabama, mm-hmm. Texas. It's like, is that where that real Aryan fucking mentality came from? Is like these generations and generations yeah. of people who have no idea they're descended from Nazis. Or their family kept it within the family with pride. Yes, exactly. Feeling like they would face persecution because of it. Yeah. But they should yeah (laughs) like um that white man march in uh north carolina Mm -hmm. how many of them oh my god all of them right it's just wow yeah so it made me feel very bitter towards nasa i'm like i hope they've gotten better well every single institution in the united states has to be grounded in some form of it's all grounded in white supremacy supremacy. yeah this country was founded on that yeah, exactly. And then in the fucking 40s, after World War II, it was fucking inviting Nazis in. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Wow, we yeah. just took a turn. This could be a different podcast. I'm sure there's podcasts about oh, Operation Paperclip. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, a good podcast I've been listening to is NPR's Throughline. They've done um, they've done some good research about uh, white supremacy and like how institutions started. Like oh, They did a shit. deep dive into the Electoral College. And how the electoral college was set up set up for the South mm-hmm. because they had more enslaved people than actual landowners, so they wanted to leg up. Yep. And then they have a way of controlling it through gerrymandering, redistricting. Yep. Um, let me, the through line, I have this one that in particular that has to do with, um, let's see, there was a new one. Let's, a pack of wolves um, about um, doo, 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 doo. talking about domestic terrorism from armed, mostly white American men that has posed the biggest threat. So this, in this episode, the rise of the modern white power movement. That's wow. what it's about. It's called a pack of wolves. Yeah. Woo. All right, so should we end on, like, what's, there's what's something, something cool? funny? Um, Jesus. I don't know, but I've learned from the Office Ladies podcast that in the Gay Witch Hunt episode, Steve Carell improvised the whole forced kiss moment oh. that then led to Oscar getting a paid vacation, paid and, vacation. A, <laughs> and a new company lease car, Lexus. Yep. Um, and it worked out so perfectly writing that because the, that other actor was casted in a different show. And so they wrote that in as a way to like allow him to have that other job. Oh, it's wow. like, so they clearly had just amazing. It was like a community. Yeah. yeah. So community nice. of people. Like even like some of the people that held the boom mics, you know, the episode where Michael buys weed, but it's a caprizi salad. Uh-huh. The guys he <laughs> buys it from are Mike guys. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. So everyone has, like, multiple roles in that Mm -hmm. show. 
God, Netflix. Yeah, fuck that. Well, it's on Peacock now. You just got to pay for it. We all pay for Netflix. I don't know what Peacock is. I've heard a lot. There's a lot on Peacock. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Look into but that. But anyway. Well, Happy New Year. This will probably be coming out like a few days after the New Year since it's a holiday today and then a weekend. So Yeah. But... um. We got our shit together, so... Cheers to 2021. Cheers to that. All right, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Share. Um, we've got our website, womenofdeathrow.com. Twitter, Women of Death Row. Yeah, we don't use Twitter, really, but our Instagram, we use more. And, uh, yeah. Rating and review is the best way to let people know mm-hmm. us about it. So thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.